Welcome once again to Lato's Law. Here's Steve Lato. Jerry Lee Lewis was one of those early rockers. I uh, had a bunch of hits back in the old days. One of the guys on the radio that drove the parents crazy. What are you listening to? Shut that off. <laughs> well, now his, uh, his family is in the news, and they're fighting over the ranch that Jerry Lee Lewis lived on. And the fact that he lived on that ranch, a lot of people go, well, if you lived there, it must be his. Well, it wasn't, according to the paperwork. And there's a whole explanation for this that's got some people very upset. So from WTOK, Parker King wrote this. Jason sent to me. Thanks a lot. Jerry Lee Lewis's son ordered to vacate ranch by March 5th. So the famous DeSoto County home of rock and roll legend Jerry Lee Lewis went up for sale in the beginning of January. So it's listed as for sale. Since the announcement, the youngest son of Lewis has been fighting to keep the Lewis Ranch in the family. But the home was never owned by his father. He bought the home and he lived there for nearly 50 years. But the name on the deed is the name of somebody else. And it was his longtime friend from Louisiana and later his manager, Cecil Harrison. So the deed to the home says that Cecil Harrison owns it. And he is married to Lewis's sister. So Harrelson's daughter said, essentially, Uncle Jerry wanted to protect the ranch from being taken. And they're saying that it had to do with Lewis and whether or not the ranch could be seized for back taxes by the IRS. So she's saying that he was worried about somebody coming after him and his assets, so he bought the ranch and put it in the manager's name specifically to protect it. But there's more. However, the ranch is under Harrelson's name. The IRS could not touch it, but over the years, Lewis did have several run-ins with the IRS, and they claimed at one point he paid hun- uh, that he owed them hundreds of thousands of dollars. So uh, Lewis wanted to protect the ranch, but he also wanted to reward my dad. My dad was loyal to him. This is a child of the manager. He worked for him for a number of years. He helped negotiate contracts, worked in the role of a manager, and in that role, he didn't take a manager's fee. So, you know, like nowadays, when they take a commission, dad didn't take that. Dad took, most of the time, whatever the band got. So the house, the ranch, was given to him in appreciation. Now, Harrelson passed away in 2013 and transferred the ranch to Ferguson and her two siblings. So now the kids of Harrison say the ranch is theirs, while one child of Jerry Lee Lewis lives on the ranch. Uncle Jerry was a lifetime tenant that didn't pay rent. So in other words, he could live there until he passed away. He had the right to live there until he passed away. Says that twice. The three own two-thirds of the property, the other third belonging to the descendant of Carlton Barnes, who was an attorney who did legal work for Harrison back in the 70s and 80s. So they all got together and decided to sell the home and the 30 acres that it sits on. Now, Lewis passed away in late October of 2022. Two months later, the property was announced that it would soon be on the market. Uh, Ferguson said it's such a unique property. We've been discussing what the best way to sell it is. I don't think the traditional type of listing with a listing price works, but I don't think an auction would be the best idea either. Uh, 
Now, Lewis's youngest son, Jerry Lee Lewis III, has been living on the property with his kids, and he went onto social media vocalizing frustration with what's going on. He's also started a GoFundMe campaign in hopes of raising $80,000 for a down payment on the house in hopes of, he says, saving his family home. Part of the statement says, it's clear that dad was confident he owned the ranch and that it would go to me when he passed. Cecil Harrison passed away before my father and thus did not have the opportunity to honor my father's wishes. Instead, he left his interest in the ranch to his own children. But the real question is here, Who had the interest in the ranch? You could only give something to somebody that you have. And so if the property was owned by Harrison, he's the one who can do something with it. A judge sided with the Harrelsons. I think I said Harrison a second ago. I apologize. It's Harrelson. A judge sided with the Harrelsons, and Lewis said in the GoFundMe that he has until March 5th to vacate the property. Now, Ferguson says she's concerned about the fundraiser, saying she's worried about people donating money to a cause that's not based in fact. Well, if the guy says, look, I'm trying to buy this property, would you please give me money? Um, There's nothing wrong with that. Um, I don't wish him ill will. We have to do what's right for us. This drama is damaging the legacy. The website that was launched to advertise the ranch's sale lists several ways the property could be used or repurposed by potential buyers. And Ferguson said there have already been several offers to buy it. She hopes the property honors the legacy of Jerry Lee Lewis, but Lewis III would argue the legacy would be best honored if it simply stays in the Lewis family. So one of the nightmares of everybody in the audience who is an attorney, and I've got a few attorneys in the audience, is thinking back to property. Class you take in law school called property. And you learn about all kinds of wacky stuff with property and laws regarding property. Go back to the early mists of time. Okay, and the idea that there's a a piece of property and you buy it and then you sell it or you leave it to your kids or there's so many things that you can do with property. And because property is quite often valuable, the fights over property are often some of the ugliest fights you'll ever see. Um, Probably not as bad as some of the divorce cases you see, but close, but close. And heaven forbid you get a divorce case involving property. But I'm not kidding you. I'm not kidding you. So if you have a piece of property and you own it outright, I'm not going to get into the terminology of all this, but there's all kinds of things about fee simple and springing fee tail interests and the rule against perpetuities. And seriously, it's almost like PTSD thinking back to those things that I had to understand so well to take the bar exam. And since I don't practice property law, It was something I could literally just say, okay, I learned it. I knew it. If I studied up on it again, I'd I'd get a lot of it back. But I don't need to know this stuff. But one of the things you can do if you want to, if you've got a piece of property, a piece of real estate, you own a house on a piece of land someplace, okay, you could sell it. It's yours. You can sell it. That's, That's one of the things you can do if you own something is you can sell it. Now, somebody comes along and goes, you know, I I can't afford a house. And... You say, wait a second, I got a house. Tell you what I'm going to do for you. I'm going to let you live there as long as you need it. And then when you no longer need the house, then I'll do something with the house myself. And that's a polite way of saying you live there till you die. And that is called a life estate. And the daughter there of the manager said that. She got the phrase right, life estate. 
So if somebody has a life estate in something, and this is something that the courts recognize, you can grant somebody a life estate that says that while you are alive, you can live here as if it is your own. You cannot sell it, you cannot mortgage it, but you can live there. And then when you pass away, the ownership and all the rights to that property are back to the original owner and they can do what they want. So if that's what happened in this case and the manager has the property in his name but tells Jerry Lee Lewis, you can live there until you die, he lives there until he dies, and the moment he dies, then this all reverts back to him. Now, this guy's already passed away. So whatever rights he had in the property descended or whatever he wanted done with his, in, in his will, but it sounds like it simply descended like he'd expect it to, okay? So now these people have the same rights that the owner, their father had, and when Jerry Lee Lewis passes away, the rights that he had are extinguished, and the ownership and the rights to do that property as they wish is now with these people. And that kind of thing happens all the time. And you can also see why this might upset somebody. So let's suppose that you are living in a place with your parents or your parent, and your parent has a life estate that they get to live there until they die. Well, they can let you live with them because that's one of the things that you can do when you you know own a piece of property or have a life estate in a piece of property, is that you can have people living with you, right? But when you die, other people there have got to work something out with the real owner or leave. So what it's going to come down to is what a court says. And you'll notice at the beginning of the story it says that the court has already ruled and said that the son, the third, has to move out by March 5th. So presumably a court has looked at all of this and said, okay, it looks to be the case that while Jerry Lee Lewis lived on this property, it was not his. It was owned by his manager, and the manager granted him a life estate. Now that he's passed away, the life estate is no more, and we talk about the rights of the heirs to the guy who owned it. So that's what's happening there. Uh, if Jerry Lee Lewis the third can raise enough money to buy it, that might solve everybody's problems, and that, that's good. Now, I guess what the daughter's complaining about is she's concerned about how the GoFundMe campaign describes the kid's situation. Um, and I, I can't speak to that, obviously, because, I number one, I, I don't know what the son was told by his father. I also don't know what is, you know, in that page that might not be correct. And, and that's well beyond the scope of anything I could figure out. But a court has looked at this, and a court has said... To the son, Jerry Lee Lewis III, unfortunately, we need you out by March 5th, and they are going to sell the property. Now, again, if you raise the money to buy the property, obviously he can buy the property. And that would solve a lot of problems, but that's not where they are. So there you go. Jason, thanks for sending it from WTOK. Parker King wrote that. Jerry Lee Lewis' son ordered to vacate the ranch where he lived with his father for so long by March 5th. Questions or comments, put them below. Let's talk to you later. Thank you for watching Leto's Law. Friendship has a stronger effect on happiness than income.